I tend to get a little bit frustrated sometimes. What am I doing? Questioning every decision and wondering if we will ever measure up. Welcome friends, you are listening to the Mind Your Space Podcast. Welcome back to another episode. I'm Queen, your companion through the twists and turns of motherhood. This episode is one that touches every mom's heart. So we're going to be exploring the depths of mom guilt and burnout. So whether you're folding laundry, you're in the bath, you're doing your dishes, or you're just on your way to pick up the kids, know that you're not alone on this journey. I have sat on many couches and cry a lot. And especially my husband. I have bawl and cry. Everything you could think about expressing, trying to express how I feel when it comes to mom guilt and burnout. I have had those moments where guilt creeped in like an unexpected guest and burnout knocked on my door when I least expected. So let's dive into the nitty gritty of guilt. When you're talking about mom guilt, it looks so different to everyone. I've spoken to people and I get different answers. Picture this, you're in the kitchen, you have a pile of dishes to do, and your little one comes pushing you, pulling you for your attention. Now, I don't know about you, in that moment, I tend to get a little bit frustrated sometimes, and I am pulled between trying to make a decision whether I should give him my attention or I should finish these dishes because I really want to finish these dishes. And then I automatically start feeling bad at questioning myself if I'm making the right decision. Let me know if that's you in the comment section. The number one question I ask myself, am I doing enough? And that mom guilt is the mental gymnastics that we perform sometimes every single day, questioning every decision and wondering if we will ever measure up. And then we have burnout, the heavy backpack that we as mothers carry, filled with responsibilities and deadlines and never-ending to-do lists. And in that moment is when you realize you have given so much of yourself that there is little or none for you. It's exhausting and it's definitely okay to admit it. But you know what? It's okay. You're not alone. We have all been there standing in the intersection of mom guilt and burnout. Just wondering how to navigate. And with social media now, mom guilt really hits. I don't know about you, but there's times when it just le- you just least expect it. Where you see other moms doing certain things and you just start wondering to yourself, am I doing enough? For me, it's always about preparing meals for my kids when I see other moms doing doing a lot and it's great for them but I'm just there like what am I doing wrong am I doing enough for my child why can I prepare meals like this or or why is my child not eating and based on what my child is doing is a reflection of me which is totally wrong that is not the case he is not doing xyz that is a reflection on me. If you think like that, I am telling you, if your child decides to eat this minute, today, and don't eat tomorrow, it is not a reflection on you. Please keep that in mind. So don't feel bad. Don't get angry. Don't start questioning you as a mom and comparing yourself to other moms. Because when you start doing that, you start digging a hole deeper and deeper every time 
and that really affects our mental well-being. Take for instance, this morning I had so much to do and normally every morning I, I wake up and I try my best to prepare something for him, whether he eats it or not. I need to prepare for him. And we were running late and I told myself, I was like, you know what? I'm just giving you a bottle today. You're just going to get a bottle. And I felt like I was being a bad mom in that moment for a split second. And my husband had to remind me, babe, you are doing okay. It is okay to give him that bottle. He's going to eat when he wants to eat. Because I did try to prepare something, but he didn't eat it. So normally I, I sit down and I try my best to feed him for like an hour, hour and a half. But I just didn't have that time this morning. And I felt horrible for that small second, two seconds. <laughs> I had to pat myself on the back because I was like, you are doing a great job. And I'm telling you, you are doing an amazing job. I had to remind myself that it is okay. <laughs> it is okay. So mama, it is okay. If you decide to give them cereal, it is okay. If they decide to eat or don't eat, it is okay. They're not going to starve themselves. They're going to eat when they want to. And I had to realize that for myself. and know that their, their action is not a reflection on my parenting skills on me as a mom because he is just literally almost two and he's going to be doing the most <laughs> he's going to be experimenting he's going to be doing the most so to every mom out there who feel any weight of guilt just know that it's okay to feel this way and it's okay to let go of unrealistic expectations please know especially when comparing yourself that your family dynamics is much different from what you're seeing on the social media, like that particular family dynamic. And this mom probably have time to cut out all those cute shapes for the child when you don't. And it's okay. It doesn't make you um, a bad mom or anything like that. A lot of us, we compare ourselves and we say, oh my goodness, this person is doing so well. That person might have had more experience than me. You compare your you're just beginning with someone all these years of experience being a mom and had to um, trial and error. Or you're comparing yourself to someone who have uh, three or four kids when you are now on your first child and you're trying to figure it out. So please bear in mind that everyone's situation is different and don't, especially if you've seen it on social media, please don't. Don't compare. And that will help you so much when it comes to feeling guilty, just not comparing and realizing your situation and doing what's best for your situation. Like this morning, I just had to give him a bottle and that is okay. Another thing that a lot of moms face is that we compare our kids. So yes, we compare ourselves as mom, but also we compare our kids and that is the worst thing you could do. Someone asking you, okay, how old is your kid? Oh, well then he should be doing this and he should be doing that. And then you feel a heavy weight because your child is not doing this or is not doing this in a particular way or is not doing that. So because of that statement, it strikes a nerve and that familiar feeling of guilt come rushing right back in. But here's a reality check. Every child is unique. Every child is different. And we learn at our different pace because there's no one size fits all. So you need to forget about societal expectations 
and allow yourself to breathe and acknowledge that your journey is your own. And one thing I have learned over the years is that the comparison game steals joy. And should be told, none of us have it all together. Now, as we transition from mom guilt to burnout, I would say burnout is like a shadow that just looms over us, just waiting for the right moment to make its presence known. Is the fatigue, the emotional exhaustion, and the feeling that you're running on no energy. Picture this, it is packed with meetings, errands, a long to-do list, and by the end of the day, you are feeling like you're running a marathon. Burnout doesn't just affect our physical well-being, it seeps into our emotional and mental realm, leaving us drained and questioning if we can actually keep up. But I have my moments of burnout where even the smallest tasks make me feel like I'm climbing a mountain. I want to say that it is crucial to recognize these signs, acknowledge the exhaustion, and understand that it's okay to hit pause. So how can I navigate the weight of burnout? Oh my goodness. Let me just say this week, this week I hit burnout, I hit exhaustion, I hit emotional, mental, physical, everything you can think about. In that moment, I recognize and everything you could think about. And the number one thing that helped me through was being aware. That is the number one thing, is to be aware of your emotions and when it's happening. For example, when this was happening to me, I immediately knew I can feel my inside bubbling, boiling over, and I was being irritated by every and anything. And my husband wasn't home and it was just me and baby boy. I remember letting my husband know that when he comes home, he needs to take baby boy because I need to take a break. I just need a little time for myself. Of course, he asked what happened. I explained everything to him because I was aware of my feelings. So that's the number one thing you need to know when it comes to burnout is to be aware. So some of you may wonder, okay, how can I be a little more um, aware of myself? Now I have this definition here. And I really want to read it to you so that you can understand where it lies. It says, self-awareness is about attuning ourselves to the stubble whisper of our body, mind, and emotion shares. When it comes to recognizing burnout, it's literally attuning yourself with a subtle whisper of our mind, body, and emotion that is being shared. And you can develop this as you recognize the early signs of burnout. Now, these signals and signs could be simple as fatigue, irritability, or a sense of detachment. So by you being aware of your body and your emotions, it creates a space so that you can acknowledge these signs before it reaches the point where you are burnt out and tapped out. The next thing I want you to do when dealing with burnout is to realize when you're in that moment is to embrace emotions without judgment and that is something where we go back to even like mom guilt as well is that judgment like you are judging yourself every second you get and so just remember embracing emotions without judgment because there is no guide for motherhood and motherhood is not all joy a lot of people forget that on this motherhood journey yes it's joy it's frustration it's irritability um, it is sadness and it is not one without the other a lot of us just want joy 
and that is not the case. So when you develop that self-awareness, you would learn to embrace, you would learn to embrace all these emotions without labeling them as good or bad. It is part of motherhood. That is motherhood, strictly. When you can accept that, that, that is key to preventing emotional burnout. So when we talk about being aware, one thing a lot of people don't talk about is <laughs> understanding personal triggers. When it comes to mom guilt, burnout, anything like that, just being exhausted, we need to understand our triggers. What are some of your triggers, mom? Sit down and write down, okay, what are some of my triggers? In my early time, one of my triggers is when baby boy is constantly bawling and when he's constantly crying and I just feel so overwhelmed in that moment, I don't know what to do. That is a trigger to me. So in that moment, I... His dad either take him or I'm going to put him somewhere safe and I need to get out because I know that is a trigger for me. So I need you to think about what situation or task tends to drain you the most. Is it multitasking? Is it the pressure to meet societal expectations? Or the fear of just falling short along with so many other different things. So by understanding these triggers, we gain insight in specific areas of our life. That may contribute to burnout. This knowledge empower me and it will empower you to make intentional choice and set realistic boundaries. And as always, mom, one thing that you have to do, as we stated in the beginning, you cannot pour from an empty cup. <laughs> there is no way you can try to pour from an empty cup. Did I have any water in here? Okay, now a little. <laughs> You cannot pour from an empty cup. There is nothing in here. This is my cup. It have like drips in it. I want a drink of water. I have to fill this up in order to get water. So you need to understand and keep that in your mind that you cannot, it's not possible. So you need to prioritize self-care. A lot of people say, oh, you're being selfish. And that is when mom girl comes in because you need to realize, because a lot of people feel guilty if they're prioritizing their self-care. No, mamas. Don't feel guilty because you cannot give off yourself. You cannot be your best self. You cannot be the best mom. You cannot be the best spouse. If you're pouring from an empty cup because you have nothing to give. So my take is do what you need to do. And the reason why I said that is when I was experiencing what I was experiencing earlier on and I messaged my husband and I told him X, Y, and Z and I told him how I was feeling um, with the burnout and the exhaustion and just everything. I was just really irritable. I know what I needed to do in that moment because I was very aware of my feelings and because of that, I was able to message my husband, let him know from the get-go because if he come home and I somewhat go crazy or lash out, he know where it's coming from. Um, so he can better help me. And because I was able to do all of that, I grabbed those keys and I rushed myself to Walmart to get some shampoo. <laughs> yes, because I didn't have any. And on the drive to Walmart, I was still feeling everything I was feeling. And I fixate on what would bring that back. What would bring me back to level one was taking a shower and washing my hair. Just prioritizing those small things. Bought my shampoo when I came back home and I head straight for the bathroom. 
was I feeling those emotions still? Yes, that is how bad it was on that particular day. Now, my husband and my son, they were so nice. They came knocking on the door and they came in. And let me tell you, that was a trigger for me because I just, at that moment, I just needed to be alone. And he didn't understand how bad it was. But in that moment, I understood my feelings and I acknowledged them and I knew how to control them. And because of that, I didn't lash out. I didn't do anything, even though I felt like doing it. I smile, I kiss my baby, and then I say, you guys need to leave. <laughs> um, and it did. And the minute I hit that shower and the water started trickling down my body, everything that I was feeling that was about to explode, calm, calm. And I went back down to level one. And because of that, I was able to finish my nighttime routine. Simple, washing my hair, taking a shower, brushing my teeth, oiling my scalp. Just those simple things. Come outside and play with my baby boy. Play with my husband and have a great family night. And that only happened because one, I was very aware of what was happening with my body, with my emotions. And I knew how to keep it in check. I mean, and there's so much things that you can do, but I just really wanted to touch on these things when it comes to <laughs> mom guilt and burnout because we experience this a lot of the times, especially burnout. Just being aware of my emotions really helped me to take control of my life and to take control of these situations so that I can have a better outcome. There's other things that you can do as well to just practice those self-care tips and even though it, you might, it might seem selfish, it is worth it in the end to take, on, take care of yourself, mamas. Because if you don't take care of yourself, then no one is going to take care of you. Always remember to set boundaries with grace. And this one has helped me a lot to connect with your passion. Before becoming a mother, what are some things that you were passionate about? That you, when you think about it, that warmth feeling. That smile on your face. The reason why I say that is because motherhood consumes us. Everything is around our baby and the little time we have, we might try to pay back into our relationship, right? But you forget that you were you before becoming a mother as well, before becoming a mother. So remember those things that you were passionate about that you can still do today that would bring back that joy in your life. Another thing is that we need to embrace the rest because <laughs> a lot of times you hear sleep when the baby sleep and we have a ton of things to do. We just overwhelm with so what we have to do along with being so tired. Mamas, it is so important to take a rest. The dishes will get done. All the crumbs on the ground will eventually be vacuumed or picked up. Your mental health is very important in your motherhood journey, in you being the best mom that you can be, being the best spouse that you can be. So please, rest is important. The next thing I want to end with is building a tribe. And what I mean by this is their support system. For example, I do not live close to a lot of my family. I do have some friends here and there, but we scatter about. And for a long time, I, I didn't feel like I needed to build a support system. But let me tell you, 
it comes in handy. For example, recently, this week, to be exact, I was just, for those of you who don't know, I am currently pregnant and with a toddler who have all the energy in the world. And I was just kind of done for the, it was just probably 11 o'clock and I was drained, I was done, I was, I was tapped out. So I was on my way to drop him off to daycare. 11 o'clock, yeah, I know it's late. I couldn't even find the strength to lift my baby. One of the moms, one of my mom friends offer, she's like, do you want me to lift him for you? I said, yes. <laughs> I said, yes, sure. She took him to the car and she buckled him in. That is a small act a lot of people might see. But for me, the relief that I felt was so good. And it was only because I decided to build a community or a support system or whatever you call it, whatever it may be. A lot of us think we can do it on our own, but the reality is it takes a village. Until next time, this is Mind Your Space signing off with warmth and a reminder that in this space, you are heard and valued. And you're not alone.